everything. Come on now, you can sing it. I will bless the Lord. Come on.
But God, we come humblest way that we go out. Lord, we pause a while, God, just to say thank you. So many didn't get up this morning, God, but you touched us, God. And our eyes beheld a brand new day. And God, we just want to give your name all of the honor, all of the glory, all of the praise belongs to you, God, because if it had not been for you on our side, Lord, just where will we be, God? We just thank you, Master, for keeping us, for watching over us, for sustaining us, God. Oh, for keeping things around us that would help us, God. So we want to come to worship you, God, like never before. It is our prayer, God, that you will let a fresh anointing fall upon us, oh God. Or not our ears, oh God, that we may hear a powerful word coming from our master, God. Send your word in this house, God, like never before. Because we know one thing, one word from you would turn every situation around, God. So we thank you, we honor you, we give you glory. It's in Jesus' mighty name. And let all the people of God see that. Can you put your hands together one more time and let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. Good morning. It was reported that during the Civil War, both sides marched to glory, glory, hallelujah. Now our nation is divided again. Both sides have to march to glory, glory, hallelujah. So no matter what the outcome, his truth is marching on. His truth is marching on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He has loosed his faithful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. We can sing it. Glory, glory, yes. Be sweet. 
with my friends to follow him. Be jubilant, your feet, while God is marching on. Glory, glory, Sometimes you just got to sing those songs that, that help you get over. Amen. I'm just thankful about what the Lord is doing. Amen. I'm excited about how good God is and to me. Brother Otis, will you come check this on the side for me, please? Give an honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who always first in my life. And to these great ministers on the roster. And let me say this. Let me make this announcement before we go further. I'm not going to keep you long, you know, with this mask on. You can have the temperature on one thing, but the mask just makes you get hot. Amen. So I'm not going to keep you long. I promise you that. Let me, let me say that uh, in the month of October is uh, Minister's Appreciation Month. And I want to thank God for uh, the beginning of this month that you showed your appreciation to my wife and my family and myself. So we thank you tremendously for all that you have done for us. Amen. And then also, uh, I thank God. That's good. Thank you, Doc. 
for these ministers that join me. You know how faithful they've been, especially during this coronavirus, their faithfulness and helping serve the Lord, your pastor, and you. And I want you to help me celebrate with them uh, on the last Thursday of this month. I want to do it. Um, I don't see that many happen when I was younger in the ministry. Uh, there was no such creature. And what happened uh, when I was younger, I said that uh, when I become a pastor and I have God-placed ministers under my, lady my leadership, uh, I want to teach them the best of my knowledge and I want to be faithful and show them my appreciation because it does mean a lot every now and then when someone say thank you. And I want these ministers to know that I, I see who's here, who's not here. When you're not feeling good, we talk. And what I want to do is I want us to show our appreciation for them. I want to do it big. Amen. Your president say real big. <laughs> We want to do it big. We want to show our appreciation. So on Thursday, uh, that's October the 29th at 7 o'clock, I want you to join me in showing our appreciation to these brothers. If you don't mind, Thursday, uh, amen. If you just don't, but just come to say hello or, or get online to uh, send a text or so to let them know that you love them. It'll mean a lot. I want to show these ministers uh, uh, how much we appreciate them. If you don't mind doing that with me. Amen. Giving honor also to these great officers who also joined me uh, in supporting, teaching, and bringing the word of God to the body of Christ. And I would say that our officers are growing in the Lord. Amen. Growing in the Lord. And, and I like to mess with them every now and then. And not only our officers, but there's a few of the brethren and our sisters in the Lord who also join us in teaching the word of God. Which means this church is a teaching church. And we're growing in the Lord. And so I, I want to also let them know I appreciate them also. All right. And let's get into uh, the word of God. I want to, I want to deal with a, a topic, if you don't mind, uh, this morning. Uh, God is helping you so you won't lose. And you got to add the rest of that. God is helping you so you won't lose. Amen. Giving honor to all of those who are watching us live. Amen. God bless you. We pray that. Uh, you continue to tune in with us. Uh, get your pens, your paper, and your Bible for another 28 minutes. Amen or so. Amen. All right. God is helping you so you won't lose. And then I want to add with it, I guess I would say, uh, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. Father, we pray now that as we get ready to continue in your word of God, that your spirit will be with us, that your guidance and your direction and your leadership and your Holy Ghost, God, will be in this sanctuary. We need you right now, Father. We invite you in, Holy Spirit. 
in Jesus' precious name. And we all say amen. God is helping us so you won't lose. This is so very important. So when you're dealing with lose, God is helping us. is because there's so much that we have already uh, lost in life. One thing that I want to say that we lost is time. We lost a lot of time. Not only did we lose time, but there was a lot of things that uh, we could have had if we would have just done what God told us to do earlier in life. But I believe in my heart that God right today while we are here is helping us so we won't lose. And you got to place that on the end of it. So what do you want? Lose. Number one is lose your mind. Yeah. God's helping me so I won't lose my mind. See that? God's helping me, watch this, so I won't lose no more time. It's called wasting time. God's helping me. Yeah. God's helping me so I won't lose, watch this, the enjoyment of the rest of my remaining time while I'm here. Yeah, you see how God is helping us so we won't lose. Now, um, I want you to go with me to 2 Corinthians, and I'm in the Amplified. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and on this verse I'm going to do the Amplified. I'm going to switch back and forward. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, I want to go to verse 16 in the Amplified. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. I want to look at this text because in the Amplified, uh, this is what the Word of God is saying. Uh, when you look at it, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, look what it says. Therefore, we do not become what? Discouraged, spiritless, disappointed, or, or what? Though our outward self is what? Progressively what? Wasting away. Yet our what? Inner self is being what? Progressively renewed day by day. Now I wanted to read it like that because what happened, I want you to look at this, this, this thing here. Is that I noticed that in this world today is that a lot of us have an outward appearance like life is okay. But deep down inside, probably about half of us who's watching on live from throughout the United States and half of us that's in here now, we're going through something in our inner spirit. We, we can't share it with the one who's next to us. We can't share it with the one who's in the next aisle. We can't share it with the one who's in the bedroom because we have this outer appearance like I'm happy and I have no care in the world. But deep down inside, something's wrong with my inner spirit. Now look at the text. The text says, therefore, we do not become discouraged. Watch this. Spiritless, right? Disappointed, or what? Afraid, though our outward self is progressively wasting away. In other words, uh, 
it lets us know that even though on the outside you may have some attacks from the devil, and you will, and I give you an understanding of that, uh, even though arthritis may come sometime, even though the uh, people rub me wrong, it, it says on the outside, I, 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 my spirit is still supposed to be in an upper moment. In, in other words, I, I'm, I'm not supposed to get disappointed. And I'm not supposed to be afraid. But I found out that, that all of this stuff is operating on the outside because the text says I'm supposed to be stronger spiritually every day. But truth of the matter is I'm weak in my spirit. Yeah, the reason why I'm afraid. The reason why I, 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 I have fear, the reason why I get nervous, the reason why I get up is because something's wrong in my spirit. What is it? Because in our spirit, I have all this stuff bowed up. All of the cares in the world bowed up in my spirit. Some stuff I have not released because of what somebody have done to me. And when that stuff is in you, you it, it shows in your spirit. God have mercy. And you know what I found out? That even if it's in my spirit, it can aroma on the outside. You ever got by somebody, and when you get by them, and you say, something wrong with that spirit. Spirit ain't right. Yeah, the spirit ain't right. That, that's a bad spirit. And, and it because you have so much bowed up in you, you haven't released it. You haven't let it go. You, you, you're worried about, watch this, something somebody done to you, something somebody said to you, excuses of why you can't go farther, and they dead. <laughs> they already gone. Yeah, yeah, that's an excuse. It can't hold you back. Your spirit need to be renewed. Yeah, okay, okay. Now watch this. Truth of the matter, truth of the matter is, the reason why you're going to be attacked on your outside is because the Bible tells you is that your temple house the Holy Spirit. And because your temple is the house of the Holy Spirit, watch this. The devil ain't trying to mess with you. The devil is trying to slow down the spirit in you from operating according to the will of God. So the only way to do it is to aggravate you on your out. So it'll mess up your inner. I need somebody to hear me. It's going to happen. Because, because the devil is trying to get to the spirit. The spirit inside of you. So the only way to do it is to call arthritis real bad or goat real bad in your ankle. <laughs> huh? The only way to do it is, is to make somebody, watch this, roll their eyes at you to try to pull the old man out of you to interfere with your spirit. God have mercy. I'm just trying to tell you. Yeah. See, so watch this. So this is what Jesus says. I'm trying to help you. So this is how Jesus is trying to help us. Look at John chapter 14. Look at verse 27. And, 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 and I want to go there and amplify it also. Watch this. Watch this. John 
chapter 14, uh, look at verse 27. Watch this. Look at what the Lord says to us in the text. He says this. He says, peace I leave with you. My what? Perfect peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. The world giving and the world taking away. Watch this. He says, do not let your heart be troubled, nor what? Let it be afraid. Why? Let my perfect peace what? Calm you, how? In every circumstance and give you what? Courage and what? Strength for what? I'm trying to tell you, God said, I'm trying to help you. He said, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to leave my peace. And not only am I going to leave my peace, I'm going to give my peace to you so that it would help you in every circumstances to encourage you, to give you encourage and what? Strengthen you. In other words, God said that I'm going to put, I'm going to put my spirit in you that is going to cause you to hold your head up high. Even when your child at a young age get pregnant and they in the church and you go to church, God said I'm going to strengthen you to hold your head up high and walk in the church with your baby and say I still love my child. Yeah, yeah. No, watch it, watch it. Even, even though God said that I'm going to strengthen you, I'm going to strengthen you. E even when you get by the house and, they, and you lose your job, I I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to put my peace in you. Yeah, I'm not going to let you lose your mind and to think that your life is, is wrapped around a house. And that's it. All right. Listen, listen. I, I looked at uh, my mom, my mother, who, who, who the, uh, was my example of, of a, a woman of faith. Because I remember that she had a stroke. And after a stroke, shortly after, she lost her husband that she'd been married to for a long time. And then shortly after that, she loses her daughter, 46 years old, in her house. And some years passed, and just when things were getting good, out of nowhere, her, her brother, who she traveled with, dies. And a couple of months after he dies, a couple of months after the funeral, her sister dies. Oh, have mercy. I, I asked my mother, I asked my mother, how you doing? She said, I'm doing all right. And then shortly after that, the doctor tells her because she cannot have a hip replacement because of her heart. She's placed in a wheelchair. And yet my mother still smiled. I said, Mama, how did she do it? She says, the Lord is my helper. Well, I wish I had somebody to hear me. Yeah, yeah, I know I got somebody out here that have lost loved ones. I got some members who have lost one sibling and a few months later lose another sibling. And I ask you, how do you do it? It's by the grace of God. I'm still clothed in my right mind, meaning that the Lord is my helper. Okay, 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 watch this, watch this. I want to show you something. Uh, go with me to Psalms 46 and 1, Psalms 46 and 1, and I want to go to the King James Version. Psalms 46 and 1, look what the text says. 
Psalms 46 and 1. It says, watch this. I don't want to read it out of the King, King James on that. Look at it. We can read that together. Watch this. God is our what? And what? And what? A very present help in what? I'm trying to tell you, you need God, church. You can't get around it in this day and time and you need God. God wants us to know that he is God and I don't care what nobody says. Because as long as you know who God is, you're going to make it all right. Everything that's going to turn out to be all right. Can I tell you something? I looked at Sodom and Gomorrah and I looked at how, how this thing came upon them and God pulled out Lot and, and two of his daughters and everybody else and, and, and can I tell you something? What God was letting them know is that I'm still God. And God, God allowed us to be able to come to church. God allowed us to be able to have money. God allowed us to have the best of the choirs. God allowed us to have the best of everything. And because we took it for granted, God sent a virus. Now folk can't go to church. Now folk don't have jobs. Is it because we didn't worship God when we had it? Is it because we took things for granted? Is it because we took the house of worship for granted? God places in a position where now at first they didn't even call for a prayer. And after a while the whole city, the whole state, the whole nation called for a day of prayer. God say you will know that I am God. It don't matter what nobody say. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how broke you are. You better recognize who God is. I am still God. I'll put something up in your place where you can't even find a way to get rid of it. So that's, what, that's what God is. That's what God is saying. I need you to get to the place where you know that I'm still God. And when you know who God is, then you'll know who your helper is. Okay. All right. Go with me here. Go with me here. Why you can reflect that God is your, is your helper. Go with me in the Amplified to Psalms. And I want to go 20, 23rd number of Psalms. And, and I want to look at this thing here. Watch this. Watch this. I want, to, I want you to see verse 4. And I want to go uh, in the Amplified. Look at verse 4. Watch this. I want you to know that when God helps you, when God is with you, you don't have nothing to worry about. No, no. Not, not when God is with you. Watch this. 23rd number of Psalms, verse 4. Watch this. Even though I walk through the sunless, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are what? With, listen, I, I, I need you to know something. That when you get confident, when you get strong enough to know that the Lord is with you, I don't care what happens to the United States. I don't care what the judge say, what the court say. I don't care what the one that want to get rid of you say. I don't care how bad the children get when the Lord is with you. I'm trying to get somebody to hear me today. Watch this. Watch this. Look what he says. He says, he says, your, your rod to what? Protect and staff to what? Got 
God said, I'll protect you. In other words, I'll put a hedge around you. I'll be your shield. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be your armor bearer. I wish I had somebody. I'll hide you underneath the shadow of my wings. God says, though the enemy comes, it don't matter what the enemy threatens to say they're going to do to you. I don't care how much you say you're going to take my job. You ain't going to steal my peace because I'm still protected. You can have all this material stuff. Because my God shall supply every need that I. I wish I had somebody to hear me. God says He will protect me. Not only, not only that, but then God says, I, I'm going, He says, then I'm going to give you a staff to what? God. God have mercy. You know, you know what he said? God, 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 watch this. I remember this thing that when I first went into the military and, and we went up uh, uh, up on a, a, a mountain and we had to do what we use a azimuth and I have to have a protractor, you know, and a compass. And they just placed us out there and told us, this is what you need and in order to get through this, you got to get out of this wood. I wish I had somebody to hear me. And so what happened is I sat there and I took my protractor and I started marking and I set my marks. Watch what I did. And I set my mark and I went through it. I went up and I went down when I got up to one mountain. I looked around. I looked. I looked. I seen my perimeter. I, I see where I was. But then once I got up to the mountain, I looked up. It was another mountain. I couldn't find my place. I was lost off in the woods, I'm trying to tell you. Five, five and a half, lost in the woods. And all I can think is something going to come and attempt to eat me up. Oh, God. And so what happened is I prayed. I said, God, you got to help me. I done made it through basic training, and I get right here to the last thing. You got to help me. And God said, take your ass, man. And I looked at it, and I took it. He said, go back where you first started from. I said, God, go back. I said, Lord, that's a whole nother hour. He said, you ask for my help. And every now and then, you got to look back where you came from. Because the problem is not where you are now. The problem is where you started from. You didn't start right. You got to go back and start over again. So I went back to the place where I started from. And the Lord said the problem is uh, is that you've been looking at the trees uh, instead of at the compass. Uh, The compass is your guide. Sometimes uh, it's just like when you're in a plane. Uh, when you go up to 45 degrees, uh, or rather 45,000 feet, uh, the pilot can't see where he's going. Uh, but if he look at the, the meters, if he look at the dashboard, look at the guide. Uh, let the guide take you in. Uh, let God be your guide. Uh, let God be your director. Let the Holy Ghost be your compass. So he says, and so he says, you have a step to God. Look what he said. They comfort and console you. You know what he was saying when they said they comfort and console you? He said, they let you know you're not by yourself. 
They let you know that the Lord is your helper. They let you know that God will pull you through it. I wish I had somebody hear me. Can you imagine that yourself out there all by yourself and it looks rough? Looks like you want to give up. But then God said, no, you got a God. No, you got a hedge. He said, if you just let God be your protector and let the Holy Spirit direct you. He said, they're going to guide you and they're going to comfort you. You know what he told me? That when you get weary, it's going to rock you. God have mercy. He said, let God take over in your life. All right, all right, okay. A couple of more verses. We're out of here. I want, you, I want you to go with me to a place that you should have it already marked out. Here it is. Uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, 2 and 3. King James Version. 2 Peter. Go with me 2 Peter. And chapter 1, King James Version. And look, look at what it says. I want you to go there and look at verse 2 and 3. 2 Peter. Chapter 1, look at verse 2 and 3. Watch this. Okay. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Watch this. Stop it right there. Grace, God's unmerited favor, mean favor in your life. Peace, come on. Your spirit is out of calmness. Regardless of what a situation coming your way. He says to be multiplied. How, how do I get it? How do, through what? The knowledge of God. Knowing who God is. And what? Of Jesus our Lord. Now look at this text. When you look at text. Go to read uh, uh, verse 3. According as his divine power. Have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Once again, through the what? The knowledge of him that have called us unto what? You have to know who God is. Yeah, you, you got to know him. You got to see. Listen, how is it going to help you if you don't know the help that he can give to you? Yeah, yeah. The reason why some of us are so stretched out is because what we do, here it is, is that we call on God in a stressed out moment. Now, I need y'all to hear me. Now, watch this. We wait till we're nervous and we're frantic and we're sickly and we call on God. What if... God is not listening and releasing your prayer in that moment. Uh-oh. I'm going to tell you why. Because what happens is you are operating in the sense world, which is the natural man's world, which is in the natural realm, instead of in the spirit realm. All right, now watch it. I want you to go, I want you to go, uh, I want you to go uh, to this next verse because I, I got to get this to you so that we can go. Uh, do this. Go with me to uh, Colossians chapter 1. Go Colossians chapter 1. I want to go here. 
Go to Colossians chapter 1. Look at verse 13. And you just read this next verse, but I got to give you this. Colossians chapter 1, and I'm in the Amplified, verse 13 and 14. All right, now, uh, watch this. Okay, here it is. Now, God says that he gave us everything that we needed so that we can live through what? The knowledge. You got to know who he is. All right, knowing him. Now, verse 13, Colossians chapter 1, 13, look what it says. For he has what? And has drawn us what? From the dominion of what? Stop. Lead that up. Now the dominion of darkness. When we get in a frantic moment. That's, over the, that's because of the dominion of darkness. When we worry, fearful, and nervous. That's the devil coming up on us. I'm trying to help somebody. Because you look at every text that said that the Lord is our helper. The Lord is our comforter. And, and comfort don't release fear. Now watch this. The Bible say, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. It's impossible to come boldly to the throne of grace. Worry. For he has rescued us. Say, in other words, you don't have to worry about what attacks come your way. And have drawn us to himself. Anytime you close to God. Watch this. He said, away from dominion of darkness. And watch what he does. And has transferred us to the kingdom of his what? Beloved son. Here it is. Read your next verse. Watch this. In whom we have redemption. Because of his what? Sacrifice resulting in the forgiveness of sin and the cancellation of what? Sin's penalty. Here it go. So now that I've been transferred into the kingdom of God, here it is. Because I'm transferred in the kingdom of God, now God has moved doubt out of my spirit. Not only that, God has moved unbelief out of my spirit. Watch this. Meaning that the impossible is out of my spirit. The only way the, Im the, the, the impossible is in me is because I'm operating from the natural man and not from what I'm transferred to. With God, everything is possible. If I Go to God. Y'all don't hear me today. And tell God that I got an attack upon my body. Here you go. Look what the text said. If I go believing and if I go, the Bible says to rebuke the devil. The Bible say don't accept him. The Bible said tell him to get away. The Bible say he shall flee. And so that when I go to God with confidence because I'm transferred into heaven because I am a spirit and the only way I can understand, understand the things of God because he is a spirit, I've got to be in the spirit. If I go on my knees and pray, I can't go with fear. I can't go with worry because God ain't listening when, he, when I'm going like that. Why? Because the Bible said he died. And when he died, look what happened when he died. He said, I finished the work. 
I've already paid the price. So when I go to God, I go to God believing that I'm healed. I go to God with confidence. You are my healer, healer, healer. You are my deliverer, deliverer, deliverer. I bind the devil. I command him to get out of this tabernacle. I'm going to worship God anyway. So then in the name of Jesus, I declare that I'm healed. In the name of Jesus, I declare that my children are delivered in the name of Jesus. I declared why? Because I'm transferred into heaven. And as long as last time I checked that everything in heaven that is released from God and if I want it, all I've got to do is believe it. Why? Because he's already done it. He already paid the price. He already gave me richness. He already gave me healing. I just need to now step out on what God has already Done. The Lord is my helper. I wish I had a church full of courageous people to take back what the devil took from you. He stole your joy. He stole your mind. He stole your peace. But the devil is a lie. Snatch it back. My God died so that I can have joy. My God died so that I can have peace. And doggone it, thank you. I got it inside of me. Thank you. I got my joy back. Thank you. I got my peace back. And you ought to tell the devil this too shall pass. Tell your neighbor the Lord is my Help her. As I go to my seat, you ought to say, Lord, help my mind. Lord, help my children. Lord, help the church. Lord, help me. The Lord is your helper. He will, he will, he will help you. He will deliver you. He will bring you out. You need to open your mouth and claim it. Because when he died, he looked up at the wild. He looked up towards his father. When he got up on the third day, he said, Lord, it's done. It's already finished. And you know what the Lord says? He said, now all they got to do is believe. Watch this. Okay, I'm ready to go. Sit down, watch this. Sit down. Watch this. I go to God in prayer. And I say, Lord, forgive me for my sin. I wish I could. <laughs> he said, Lord, forgive me for my sins. And God said, Why are you coming to me and ask me to forgive you? All you gotta do is say, Lord, and say, Lord, I ain't gonna do it no more. And just continue to do what I tell you. Because there is no more forgiveness for sin. Your sins, watch this, has already been forgiven. See, when you're wrapped up in sin, it stops you from being blessed. But God say, sin can't stop you from being blessed. Because sin has already been forgiven. So Lord, why I'm not blessed? You're not blessed because you won't claim you blessed. If you say, I am the righteous of God, I wish I had somebody hear me. If you say, you are my child, and he said, all you got to do now 
is start living and believing like you are my child. And then your eyes will be open to the truth and you will see you already blessed. And so that's what God. And then once you realize how blessed you are, you can take an inventory note, look back at your life, and then you will holler out and scream, the Lord is my helper. Oh, I wish I had somebody hear me today. When you do an inventory of your life, you'll say, nobody but Jesus brought me through everything that I went through. But now, for the rest of my life, I'm going to get everything that God promised I could have. Why? Because the Lord is my helper. Come on, give God some praises. The door of the Lord's house is open. There may be one in here that don't know God. The pawns of their sins. Somebody's looking for a church. This is your moment to just stand where you are and say, I'm coming, Pastor. It may be one online that says, I'm looking for a church. I want you to be my pastor on the internet. All you got to do is shoot me an email. I get the information to the leaders. Will you come right now wherever you are? Can I tell you, you need a church home? Can I tell you that? Can I get you to believe you need a church home? You need a place where you can hear the word of God. Now listen, sadly to say, not from everybody, but you need a pastor that's going to deliver the word of God. This is your moment, this is your opportunity wherever you are. Wherever you are, wherever you are, wherever you are. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Father, we pray now, God, that the one that wants to come to you, God, the one that's on the internet, God, I ask you, God, as they confess their faults and their sins to you, that Jesus is the Son of God, that you would forgive them, and that you would begin to heal them right where they are, God, right now. That you would begin to deliver them, that you would begin to save them, we declare salvation in their life, even right now. This is our prayer of faith, of salvation in Jesus' name. And the body of Christ says, amen. God bless you. God bless you. It's offering time. Whatever you're going to give to the Lord, whatever you're going to give to him. That some of you right now. You have to step out on faith and say, God, this belongs to you because you've been good to me. You've opened doors for me. And this is your moment. For those that are watching us on live, all you have to go to is the menu right there and go to give now and scroll down and follow the directions. For you that's in the sanctuary, the, whenever you give on your way out the door, all you have to do is drop it in the tithing box or offering box. And trust God. I know that whatever you give into God can never bless you. But it's your faith that you believe in. 
that God is the blesser and the provider, that God will do it. And right where you are, as you have your envelopes, as you have your envelopes, if you hold it because God's looking at your heart. Father, we pray now in Jesus' name that those who are sowing into the ministry of your life, giving their tithes, their offering, their first fruit, sowing their seeds by either mail or dropping in the box on the internet, God, or here in this sanctuary, that you would take it and give them a hundredfold in return because of their faithfulness to you. We ask you to bless it, God. We decree a blessing upon their lives even right now in Jesus' name. And the body of Christ says, amen, amen. On your way out, on your way out. I want to make this final announcement. I just remember that we'll be back in the house tomorrow night for Bible study. Amen, Bible study. Amen. It's no game tomorrow, right? No game. Amen. Day over? Okay, good, good. All right. And so there's no reason why at least 15 of y'all shouldn't come tomorrow night. Amen. So we'll be here tomorrow night. Bible study starting at 7 o'clock. And then also, amen, we're going to have the prayer table uh, uh, set up. All right. We want to go into prayer. So bring your prayer requests with you if you're going to come. If not, just uh, email them to me. All right. Remember uh, that last Thursday of the month, we have fellowship with uh, our ministers. All right. Come on to your feet. Father, we pray now, God, as we get ready to leave from this sanctuary, that the presence of your Holy Spirit will be with us, God. We in your hands, God. We thank you for your presence, for all you have done, and all you're going to do, as we step out on faith, knowing that you are God all by yourself, and we are the righteous of yours, God, and we declare prosperity the remaining days of our life. We stop our own faith and decree it done even right now in Jesus' name until we all meet again. And the body of Christ says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Will you go down? Uh, all right. As you go, I will usher you and escort you. All right. Come on. I'll trust him. I'll